You're listening to Art Focus on KBOO Portland. I want to remind you that KBOO is a volunteer-powered community platform. That means we are funded by you, the listener. If you're enjoying this program, please show your support by making a contribution today or become a monthly sustaining member. Just go to kboo.fm slash give or text the letters KBOO to the number 44321. Thanks very much. My name's Joseph Gallivan. You're listening to Art Focus on KBOO Portland. My guest this week is painter Naomi Shigata. Her show Correlate is on now through September the 30th at Algon Gallery in Old Town. Thank you very much for doing Art Focus in person, Naomi. Hi, thank you very much, Joseph. We met at First Thursday. You, oh, your show just opened and you agreed to just come back to the gallery and walk around in front of some of your work. It's abstract painting, oil on panel, varies in size from like six foot by five to little pieces that are probably a one foot square. Um, one of them that really struck me as you come in the door at Augen Gallery, on the pillar facing the back of the room is a piece, it's dark blue um, with kind of gold clouds and then above the top and bottom of these pink and blue stripes, very, very fine, thin stripes. Uh, the piece is called 100 Poets. Just tell us what we're looking at in terms of symbolism. Um, this is a artwork I created inspired by the um, poem from 100 Poets, 100 Poem. And then one of the poet 57 is my favorite poet. Her name is Murasaki Shikibu, and, and her, her poet is one of the hundred poet. poet. <laughs> so which period in Japanese culture is this from? Okay. Uh, those are like um, about around the Heian period, which is year started 794 years to 1185. And um, those are the time that I, I think that those are the time in Japan, uh, there are people wearing 12 layers kimono, and also uh, um, people start to uh, lighting, um, enjoying the lead, poet, poet reading, and then uh, enjoying the, um, their culture. And it's a, to me, it must be the beautiful time of the era. Uh, as an art, and uh, I was always um, fascinated about those time. And uh, um, in in poem fifty seven, she talks about a moon viewing. So they're looking at the full moon in the the harvest moon, um, and you kind of fantasize about what what it would look like, and you interpret it through your visual sense. You've painted this very dark blue. Background. This is oil on panel, so it's it's very rich colors. On top of that, there's a kind of series of overlapping rectangles, and they're made of these horizontal stripes, which are, like I said, pink and then all different kinds of blue, very pale pink. In the middle is a, a landscape, 
I think, yes. which has gold clouds. I can see a horizon line in the dark blue. What are you imagining people are seeing? Yeah, I think so. So this particular poet, she wrote about uh, there is a, a moon viewing uh, gathering. So the people are gathering in a, a palace and then enjoying probably that's my interpretation, but I probably enjoy uh, reading poem or maybe singing or playing music, and but mainly enjoying the uh, harvest moon. And then you, there's a story of the oh, woman yes. and then somebody she she knew sort of coming back into her life. Right. Uh, so that the, during during the uh, moon watching, um, she spotted. A person far away, she thought she thought she glimpsed of uh, the figure, a person that she grew up together, and the the him as a, her soulmate or something that she really want. She been thinking about a long time, but she haven't seen him for a long time. So she probably she thought she saw him. Suddenly, next moment, he disappeared. She couldn't see him anymore. And just like, she thinks just like the moon uh, hiding behind a cloud. I tried to capture the kind of scene in my, in, into my painting. So that is about the, this image. Mm -hmm. So that I tried to make a, a cloud and then the cloud uh, kind of grow as a golden because of the moon. Uh, behind. There's a piece just around the corner, it's called Hagoromo. Hagoromo is the name of the play. Hagoromo is a story that wrote for the play, like a no, no performance. Mm -hmm. And um, the, So this piece is very different. The stripes in it, mm -hmm. there are two sections. There is light right. blue, white and turquoise mm -hmm. stripes, but you can tell that they're actual built up like steps or right. like steps it's forming a, a stage. Yeah, stage, yes. Um, because of that, this is um, uh, about the no performance. So that those uh, architectural structure, I tried to uh, create as a um, no uh, stage, like a stage set or um, um, people observing uh, like a stage. Um, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, like bleachers, I mean. Yes. But then above it, you have this gold, billowing gold cloud with a, a sort of pale edging and then a, a sparkle um, in the cloud. And then the background is pink, but it's also cloud-like because there are mm. places where it edges up on blue and it is cloudy in its edge forms, mm -hmm. curved. And the same thing with the blue. So you have these three colors going on right. as though this stage is floating. It could be in the sky, it could be a reflection in a lake. And then you have um, more gold with a little cypress tree on, mm -hmm. very kind of wind-blown, right. uh, leaning green and brown tree. When you're putting this composition together, mm -hmm. you're not trying to tell a narrative mm -hmm. or be completely abstract. So how do you balance the elements? So um, the story is about um, um, something about the, um, well, story is wrong, but it was 
coming down from a, it's a myth based on a myth, but a fisherman uh, found uh, this. Um, it's like an angel-like person. Uh, she she lost her hagoromo, which is a beautiful uh, tapestry, and she can fly with this tapestry mm -hmm. and then go back to her home, which is she happened to be living in the moon, so that she wanted to go back to having, but she lost, so she came to find her hagoromo, and a fisherman found hagoromo, and he, he kind of, he thinks that's very special, something out of um, their world, so that um, he wanted to keep it as a, his treasure. But uh, the, this angel-like figure, she, she asked, begged him, the please return to me so I can go home. And so that he, uh, she said she off make an offer that if I dance um, beautifully to you, and then um, can you return my uh, Hagoromo tapestry? And then he said, um, he said, okay. So that she, and she asked, I cannot dance without the tapestry. So that she, he returned the tapestry. And she, uh, he, um, <clears throat> that kind of story. So she came down from the sky. So that, I mean, my interpretation is that the story, I tried to put all things together. Is the tapestry in the picture? Oh, yes, tapestry is on the picture. Um, what is it? Um, like we, like almost air is taking tapestry away mm -hmm. and floating. Yeah, floating image. Oh, yes, yes. The horizontal. Horizontal, yes, yes. With the red tip. Yes. That's the tapestry. Right. Okay. But no, there are no human figures. Yes, it's a no human figure, but um, probably, uh, um, yes, no human figure to it. That's true. Um, Maybe that he's. Hmm, that's true. I wonder why. No, he may figure, but I was um. In my head, they're they they are playing. In my head, it's, it's like a stage to me. Mm -hmm. I try to try to create the, what 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 it was happening, mm -hmm. and then. Probably they are playing inside. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You could do it with like. little paper puppets. Oh, good idea. Yeah. Just, just like that. Yes. <laughs> On the western wall, you have a series. They're all dominated by these vertical stripes. Most of them are 8 by 14. A couple of them are maybe twice that size. So there's one called Eternally and it's a silver background again with the blue stripes light blue on the left dark blue most of the middle and then a little light on the right and peeking out behind and underneath are um is a tree yes. sort of a wizened looking tree with no not many leaves and there are some roots as well yes. flowers but it's as though you're looking through a screen there is this obstruction in all of them that is beautiful because it's multicolored lines mm -hmm. on a silver or navy background, but it's 
blocking your view? Well, I try to create some kind of、um, like architectural line and also some nature behind or together, combined. So it's like all, all uh, uh, influenced each other.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I like to kind of combine. Both elements one in one painting. So that's why I always have a straight line and a softer、uh, atmospheric image to it. Yes, so that. You play with the verticals because the colors change, and in the second one is called Glimpses of the Future. There are kind of chevrons, these diagonal wide bands、um, that break up the verticals. This one, Glimpse of the Future, the middle is all. Taken away. There's、mm-hmm. just a solid gold background again with the green trees poking out. Right. Those are called、uh, to looking in the future, what might happen in the future. That's a curiosity or、uh, anticipation that something good might happen.、Um, I use separates very often、uh, because、uh, I like the element of the. Uh, nature and also、uh, Cyprus is a、uh, um, uh, symbol、mm-hmm. of uh, for, uh, for Jap- Japanese、uh, culture, or as a symbol of long life. So,、mm-hmm. uh, I, is it kind of like the oak tree in Europe? I didn't know that. Yes, probably it's a similar、mm-hmm. idea. And it's also used in no theatre, right? Right.、Uh, when you go no、um, performance and then、uh, no theatre, you see the Cyprus. Uh, and you, oftentimes you see the back backdrop of the performance theater, and then so、uh, they use as a similar, probably similar reason. They create some sacred place and then playing、uh, mythological. mythological Yeah. You, you've managed to do the same technique here, but the backgrounds are white. But he uses almost neon pink、right. for the stripes. This is a lot more. Feels almost like something out of advertising because the、mm-hmm. colors are bold and modern. The trees are peeking out, but there's no roots or branches.、Yeah. It's it's all a lot more stylized.、Mm-hmm. You painted these at a different time. I, I well, these two painting. I painted、uh, different than those smaller pieces,、mm-hmm. um, but those two I worked at the same time.、Mm-hmm. And when you see close, you can see the little root le-、uh, mm-hmm. attached to the, this、uh, straight line, to it, and a little,、oh, little like a little shadow to it. Yeah. So,、uh, so it's it was, growing、uh, out of the blue it, line. Right, growing out from out from something like. Different playing yeses. Those pieces were called Glimpse One and Glimpse Two. My name's Joseph Gallivan. You're listening to Art Focus on KBOO Portland. My guest this week is painter Naomi Shigata. Her show Correlate is on now at Augen Gallery through September the 30th in Old Town. Naomi, facing the viewer as they come in the gallery under your name in black and white, is a two-panel piece. It's pretty much solid silver,、mm-hmm. and then there are two parallel blue lines, sort of three quarters of the way up, running horizontally, two thirds of the way across the、uh, composition.、Mm-hmm. And you call this shooting stars. So you've taken. The silver and the blue, 
and reverse them so the whole landscape is silver and the line made by the star is sort of sky blue at night mm-hmm. um tell us a story you were awake and then what happened uh, um one night i couldn't one day i couldn't sleep the evening night so i was looking at the um, night sky and then i spotted um two shooting star so the, uh, one night i couldn't sleep very well so i went to i look outside in the night sky and then um in a little while i was looking at sky and then two actually not one but two shooting star uh, come across and i to me every time i see the shooting star i have to make a wish so the wish, wish might come true which is usually not happen to me but <laughs> i was uh, i thought it was a it comes to uh, shooting stars, so I thought this is a moment I have to make a wish. But they are so quick, and I have a lot of wishes to hope for, so that uh, it was too late. So they already, uh, shooting star was already gone. And so I went back to studio, and then I wanted to paint that, so that I painted the shooting star and but it's like uh, stop um, to as a blue line to blue line is a uh, image of the two shooting stars but uh, instead of go across the panel I like to stop to third of the panel so that way like uh, I can capture the moment of the shooting star still uh, on the sky so that I can make a wish for as much as I can take a time for it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I try to capture uh, that moment. So you use two panels together mm-hmm. to break it up, really. Mm-hmm. And it does give a kind of horizon line. Mm-hmm. They're two right. horizontal panels. Mm-hmm. And then you, in the silver, you've painted these mm-hmm. beautiful lines that could be cloud shapes. Mm-hmm or edges or edges of water or reflections on water and it's all in silver just tell us when you're working in oil how much application does this take this is a long process even though it looks a very simple image but the text making texture uh, usually takes uh, lots of effort to me so that uh, um, um, I did a lot of um, painting and scrape and um, paint over again so that it create um, I try to create a little um, natural atmosphere at, and then uh, subtle like cloud or reflection like image into the painting mm-hmm. yeah and there is a kind of sparkle to the whole thing mm-hmm. so you paint with oil do you have to paint a layer and let it dry so how yeah. long can these paintings take Oh, this particular one is a little bit large, larger painting, so that uh, um, probably the large piece takes a little bit time maybe to dry. So uh, about two nice three months is, and then uh, lots of waiting time to get dry and then apply new layer to it uh, because I like to keep color uh, crisp. So that uh, I have to wait to apply for the next layer to it. 
So uh, when I make a layer, I always leave the first layer to last layer, so that you will see what was the first layer I apply, and then because I leave a little sign of um, um, process, mm -hmm. yes. So that um, so it's a many layers, and then. You've got this kind of luminescence to it, mm -hmm. but you said when it when you first applied the silver, it just mm -hmm. like flat, yes, like concrete. Yes. Yeah. So that I used the silver actual paint from the tube, so it only make it uh, it's silver like a but flat, uh, concrete uh, looking, and also uh, it doesn't have any depth to it. It's hard to uh, manage it, and for me so that um, I have to kind of do the thick layer thick paint and then um, um, then I dilute from uh, linseed oil and then make it um, uh, slowly uh, little by little apply um, uh, to the other silver paint so that way uh, it create more depth to it but it was it was to me it's hard to uh, control, so it took a while to get this kind of um, effect. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then finally, as you enter on the left wall, there is one very large blue painting flanked by two smaller pieces which are highly contrasting because the, the two small ones are very organic looking forms, multicolored, there's a very clear composition in one of them. But this big piece in the middle, it's called Three Fountains. Mm -hmm. And it's based on the three fountains in Kyoto, okay, which is a sort of sacred or symbolic space. Mm -hmm. But you've totally stylized it. It looks like three manes of blue hair, mm -hmm. or maybe three combs that are very, very long. Mm -hmm. The only variety, it, as in all your stripes, mm -hmm. the ones on the very edge are often shorter and they curl up a little right. like ticker tape but the rest of them are very uniform it's light blue background dark and royal blue stripes but there are also these sort of diagonal bars of lighter blue across the stripes giving it a kind of three-dimensional feel what what is it what drove you to want to paint these famous waterfalls well uh Oh, wait, well, I actually, I've been to this waterfall. I've been to see this waterfall. Uh, it's from the, I cannot tell um, how special, if, if you see that just a picture, but when you actually be there, you can, uh, you can feel something um, very present. And then um, this waterfall has a, uh, people believe that uh, waterfall has a, um, a it has a reason to be a three waterfalls, uh, has uh, three um, certain uh, meaning to it, and then people interpret. Some people said, uh, um, you know, past, present, future. You use six panels, six vertical panels, so you buy them kind of off the peg, you, not yes. custom cut. Yes. So these are vertical, they're probably a foot wide by five feet tall. And you do that to break up the three waterfalls, even though they, the painting goes over the cracks. You also 
painted the backgrounds at different times, so some of the blue is different. Yeah, I think that、um, I think it 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 works out a、um, bit. I think that because of the、uh, it creates shade of blue, and although it's it's、um, kind of irregular, but at the same time it shows some gradation of the water. Where are you from in Japan? I'm from、uh, Gunma, Japan, which is it's same as Kanto area like Tokyo, but the two hour north from Tokyo,、mm-hmm. from Brooklyn. And you went to the U of O, studied painting, and moved to Portland. You've been basically a gallery artist for twenty three years,、um, and this is your life. You know, this is、yes. your job and your life. Are there any things about the aesthetics of Japan that you brought with you that are you'll never let go. You, they're just part of you. I, I often think of like minimalism,、mm-hmm. miniaturization,、um, stylization、mm-hmm. in terms of like silhouettes,、mm-hmm. and and then maybe wabi-sabi. You know, the acceptance、right. of im- imperfection. Right. It's part of the whole. Are there any of those things that you sort of carry with you forever?、Mm. Uh, well, I think that、um, since I grew、uh, born and raised and grew up in Japan,、um, I probably、uh, I cannot pinpoint what it is, but it was in me. And then,、uh, um, to me, the nature is very important. It's like a,、uh, because of the. The Shintoism is a nature worship, and so that those、uh, thinking of nature is, and、um, bringing the nature to your into your life is very、um, natural things.、Uh, as a、um, me as a Japanese, the part the, those appreciation to、uh, to nature、um, is probably big ma- major thing. But I don't have to、uh, remind myself; it's already. In me, so when I I learned、uh, I learned that oil painting in Yobo, I was born and raised as an artist in America, sort of. That's what I think. So that my artwork is、um, probably more Western、uh, way to approach the paint, but at the same time,、uh, the subject or the things I make is always. Some kind of、um, Japanese, but it's very unconsciously. It shows, and it's all natural. So I'm kind of lucky to have a both experience and both culture in me,、um, so that I don't have to think too much about what I want to paint or anything. It was just naturally kind of build it up that way, and then come out to the、um, my work and as、mm-hmm. a painting.、Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you want to say something in Japanese to our Kebu Japanese listeners? Kebu listener, 皆さん、どうも今日はどうもありがとうございました。Thank you, Joseph. Ah, Joseph, さんどうもありがとう。My name is Joseph Galvan. You've been listening to Art Focus on KBOO Portland. My guest this week was painter Naomi Shigeta. Her show Correlate. Is on now through September the 30th at Augen Gallery in Old Town. Thanks very much for doing Art Focus in person, Naomi. Thank you so much, Joseph.
Can't tell them apart at all 